is going to be a fucking shit show, isn't it? Yes. Damn! Oh my gosh. Okay, we have to jump right into goddamns because I already know what yours is going to be and I obviously know what mine's going to be and I'm too fucking excited. So go, give me your goddamn. No, you have to go first. No, you, you just had a fucking baby. You have to go first because I'm going to give everyone like a trigger warning that if you don't want to hear about my fucking birth story, <laughs> then skip to like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited to hear this. Okay, okay, well my goddamn is that today... The podcast shed got delivered. Yeah, it did. My she shed slash new headquarters got delivered and set up in my backyard. So now we're going to have a studio. We have to come up with a really clever name for it. And we're going to hang all this shit up that everybody has sent. And I cannot fucking wait. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I know. And we still have to finish the inside. But the first step is there and I'm super fucking pumped. Oh my God. I cannot wait me either see the new podcast hq i know i'm so excited and we're gonna have video and then we can up our patreon to include video hell yeah and we can fucking add video (laughs) (laughs) which means i'm gonna have to start wearing pants yes we can still wear pjs i feel like people will support our mom bun fucking baggy eyes pj look i hope so because that's probably what's gonna happen i might wear pants for like the first couple and then i'm gonna be like fuck it (laughs) i was just gonna say we'll be like all dolled up the first couple and then the real us will come out (laughs) eventually we're just like fuck it when we give up (laughs) (laughs) anyway i'm super fucking excited i can't wait it feels like we're becoming so official i know right like this is a thing I can't believe that we actually got an HQ. I'm so excited. I know. I know. A studio. Yeah, it is a studio. I'll just be in the studio. We're going to have a chandelier in our she shed. Fuck yeah, we are. Chandelier. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, ridiculously excited. I can't believe it actually happened. I know. I know. Like, part of me was like, yeah, okay. That'll be cool. (laughs) Yeah. Someday. Well, first of all, I just need a she shed in general. Because I need to get the fuck away from life. (laughs) Does it have a lock from the inside? (laughs) I will put one in there. (laughs) And then also, what better excuse than for our fucking podcast? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So we about to get real official up in this bitch. Yeah, we are. I'm so excited. I'm going to crochet a fucking rug. I'm crocheting us blankets. We need blankets. Yeah. It's actually real pretty. <laughs> we need sweaters. I might get cold. <laughs> Everything in there. We're going to have ear warmers. I need another uh, koozie. Yeah, you do. Oh, oh man. I'll crochet us coasters. Oh, my God. We're going to get so buzzed. <laughs> yeah, we are. I would say smash, but you're going to have to drive home. So Yeah. Maybe I can convince Brandon to be my DD. Oh, my God. That'll be so amazing. Or I'll be like, I'm going to Uber. <laughs> Dude, I was just going to say, we'll just start using fucking Patreon money for your Uber. <laughs> right? <laughs> It'll be part of the podcast fund. Shuttle money. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. You guys, I'm so excited. We are slowly growing the podcast. Give yeah, us a little bit longer to get there, but we're fucking behind the scenes doing some shit to give you more fucking awesome content or coming slightly mediocrely better content than just our fucking edited voices it's just different it's just (laughs) it's just a little different it's it's not better it'll just be different (laughs) 
Okay, okay, okay. Let's do your goddamn. Okay, so my goddamn is obviously that <laughs> I now have a new sweet baby girl. She had a girl. She had a girl. She broke the curse. I broke the curse. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so fucking excited because I really wanted a girl, but I didn't want to tell people that I wanted a girl. Yeah, because you know? then if it was a boy, then you'd have to admit that you didn't want it. Yeah, and then I'd be like, <laughs> oh, his name's Ashley. <laughs> and people would be like, isn't that a girl name? And I'd be like, don't judge. Don't leave me alone. It's not always a girl's name. That's right. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But, and she's so fucking cute. She's real fucking cute. Actually, she looks just like my son. So <laughs> <laughs> them jeans are strong. Yeah. My husband's jeans are fucking intense on both of my children. They don't look like me. Isn't that not fair at all? Yeah, it's like doing all of the work on a group project <laughs> and getting none of the credit. <laughs> a fucking greed, man. So, okay, again, skip ahead to like. 10 minutes, 15 minutes if you don't want to hear some gory shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not like 10 minutes from now, but like the 10 minute mark in the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. Let me hear it. Give it to me. I can't wait. You haven't told me any of this shit. I haven't told you anything because this podcast is negatively affecting our life in the following ways. I have to hide everything from you until we record. I hate it. I'm like, she hates me. She hates me. And then we record. And I'm like, oh, she was just saving the story. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm like pulling shit out of you. Like, how are you? And you're like, fine, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I might fine. be dying, but I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I was ripped in half. <laughs> okay. So the actual birth story part of it. Yeah. Wasn't fucking bad. No. Literally. Come out quick, huh? Two pushes. It was like a goddamn <laughs> slip and slide. Fuck that shit yes. just came out. Okay. But first of all. Yeah. You know how I was like, I'm just going to get the epidural really fast because I I don't like pain. Yeah. Right? Fuck pain. Yeah. And I have nothing to prove to anyone. Yeah. Still somewhere in the back of my head. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to look like a bitch, though. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go as long as I can, right? Until I'm dying. Yeah. I went until I was eight centimeters. Mm. I didn't mean to. That was dumb. I didn't mean to. That was so dumb. I was just like, this really hurts. I don't feel good. And I would like the fucking spinal tap now, please. And I'm done. And I'm shaking and I'm about to vomit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't even get the spinal tap. I wasn't asking for it. I was like, hey, so what can we do about like those IV meds you were talking about before we do the epidural? And she was like, oh, fentanyl. Like, I'll fucking hook you up, right? I I got you, girl. Yeah, I was like, sick. And so she did that. And I was like, this is great. It feels like shit still but like okay but I can handle it yeah this is okay and then she's like I'm gonna check you before I leave just to make sure you're probably at like three though right and I was like (laughs) cool and she's like bitch you're at eight and I was like oh fuck and she goes do you even want the epidural and I was like yeah Yeah, I want it yeah (laughs) and I just started bawling because then I was like oh all of this pain that I'm going through is like validated. Yeah, like, like I'm not a little bitch. Yeah, I'm not a little bitch. No, it's not fine. At all. I probably could have kept going, but I was like, nope, this is my cue that I'm allowed to get the epidural now. I won't be considered a little bitch. <laughs> so give it to me. <laughs> and so I got that, and then they were like, all right, let's fucking do this shit, right? And uh-huh. the doctor came in and she was like, push. And I was like, cool. And I did. And then she's like, okay, now on this next one, let go of your knees and reach down here and deliver your baby. And I was like, Pardon the fuck out of me. <laughs> I should I keep pushing? Yeah, I was like, I don't. How think, am I already here? I think my exact words were what, <laughs> which Aww. made everyone like laugh because they're like, haha, that's silly. And I was like, I don't want to touch it. Like yeah. that's icky. It's slippery and shit. I don't know. Uh-huh. So I delivered my baby, right? Yay! <laughs> which is horrifying. <laughs> But it was fine and it was easy. And that's not actually my goddamn. Yes. Okay. So. That was just your story. That was just my story. To get us here. Yeah. So then this is like 
the second day. I'm at home and I'm taking a shower and everything's fine. And I actually feel pretty great because like the first kid I pushed for like four and a half fucking hours. And uh-huh. so I was like tore Dead. up from the vagina up. Yep. Yep. My shit was wrecked and I did not feel good. Yeah. And this one, I was like, everything's cool. My body was like, I'm fine. A wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. And so I was like up and I was taking a shower and everything was cool. And I was just standing there and I was like, man, I love hot showers. And then I felt something come from my soul. Oh, God. And it just dropped out of me <laughs> and slid down my leg. And I was like, I just gave birth again. Like, <laughs> I had twins. Who knew? Fuck. Who, Who knew they were knew? in there? <laughs> and I looked down and there's this like, I don't know, fucking enormous blood clot. Oh. I was like, oh my God. And so I kicked it away from the drain. <laughs> Stop it. You kicked it. It was too big to waffle stomp down. No. <laughs> like I sat there and I stared at it for a minute. Like, what do I do? Like, what do I do with this? Because literally. Should I bury it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like this. It's It was too big and too like thick. Gelatinous. To oh, fucking gross. waffle stomp. Through oh, the drain. Oh, man. Every guy is fucking horrified right now. That's and why woman I told them who has, to skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and woman who has not given birth. Because no one tells you that chunks fall out of you after birth. No. Nobody no warns you. you. Yeah. And so I like I kicked it away from the drain. And it was just kind of like over on the side of the just shower. Sh- shaken. <laughs> like fucking jello mold at a party. <laughs> exactly. And I kind of stood there for a minute like I was shook. I didn't know what to do. I was like. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? And so then I banged on the the wall of the shower because I was like, well, Brandon just watched me give birth. Like, yeah, come look at this. Yeah, now you need to be aware of the rest of this happening, right? <laughs> and I was traumatized, so now he has to be traumatized. And naturally. So I banged on the wall, and he eventually comes in, and he's like, are you banging? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, probably pale and looked like a fucking drowned rat because I'm in the shower. <laughs> like, I need to lay down. Yeah. And he's like, what? And I just pointed down, and I was like, that came out of me. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, immediately just got sick and, like, oh my was going to throw up. And I started fucking dying laughing because I'm like, this is great. Like, you watched me get ripped open for the second time, and yet this is what's going to do it. This is like, what did it. Oh, my God. When you were laughing, was more shit falling out of you? No, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, God. But this shit was like, okay, they say, like, don't worry about it unless it's the size of a fist. Yeah. Well, like, but whose fist? Because <laughs> this shit was the size of my fist. <laughs> but maybe not Brandon's fist. Oh, like, God, that's scary. Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. It was like a fucking apple. So <laughs> in the end, I had to get a Ziploc bag and pick it up like dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then I threw it away. <laughs> and in we our kitchen nev- trash can. <laughs> and we and never <laughs> talk of it again. And I said, Brandon, take out the trash. Basically... <laughs> There's my DNA and like a body part in the dump somewhere now. Oh my god. In a bag. I zipped it up too so it's preserved. Yeah, naturally. Oh my god, that's so (laughs) gross. You zipped it up. But you're okay, right? Yeah, everything's fine. So it turns out as long as it's not like Brandon's fist. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I haven't been back to the doctor yet, so. So you'll find out. Yeah, they'll be like, you're missing an ovary. (laughs) (laughs) It it looks like it just fell out. (laughs) The other one's kind of hanging on by a thread. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. We have to stop talking about this. Okay. And I gave birth. Yeah. (sighs) I looked at it. Yeah. I got a mirror and I looked at it and I was like. That's a big hole. That's a fucking, there's a breeze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wizard sleeve. Yeah. Like looking into the magic of a wizard sleeve. I haven't looked in a couple of days, but I've been working on my Kegels. 
Oh, anyway, we could just... talk for hours about this. Yeah, I know. How fucked up your body is after birth. Now, if you're just joining us from skipping ahead. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. I feel like we need some ear bleach. We should have prepared those fast fun facts for this episode. Oh, they were good ones though, huh? They were so good. Listening back to it, (laughs) I was like cackling the whole time. Like, God damn, she's so fucking clever. I am so clever. All right, lady, let's get this show on the road. All right. Enough gory birth talk. Yeah, let's talk about gory murder. Yeah. Let's talk about something everyone can enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they're here. So I'm here to serve. Yeah. This is episode 66, BT Dubs. Yeah, it is. And Stacy's going to come at us hot with a new one. Coming at you hot with the story about Missy Beavers. This story could literally go on forever and ever and ever. And if anybody is interested, at the end, I'll name off a couple fucking podcasts that I listen to that go into even more detail. You could fucking research this shit forever. All right. It's a big one. Well, I don't think I've heard of it. So All right. lay it well, on me. I'm going to tell you about it. So in 2016, Terry beavers who had like went by her name missy for some reason i didn't get that whole fucking backstory but her name is terry beavers goes by missy she was 45 years old and she was a mother of three married to her husband of 18 years Ooh, and his name was brandon beavers really i just wrote the story about you missy (laughs) (laughs) three is too many kids yeah that is a lot of fucking kids she's definitely got a wizard sleeve (laughs) yeah yeah no doubt about that unless she had a c-section Oh, that's true. All three times. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So Missy and her family lived in a small Texas town called Midlothian. Oh. Where she worked as a fitness trainer for a national fitness program called Camp Gladiator. Oh, okay. So Missy was described as a kind, caring person who was always looking to help others. And she had previously worked as a special needs teacher. Oh. And then she fell pregnant (laughs) once she became a mother she was like i'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom like this is my calling i want to be with my family yeah i feel you yeah and then she had two more kids and they were all daughters for the record oh look at that so she was a stay-at-home mom for a long time and then her daughters eventually become of school age right and she decides that she's gonna continue her passion for helping others by becoming a fitness instructor and like help motivate others to lead a healthier happier life Cool. Sounds like a solid plan. Hell yeah, she sounds awesome and very motivated and I wish I had this kind of fucking willpower. Yeah, I don't. No. I'd love to help you eat those hot Cheetos. Yeah. (laughs) We all have different life paths. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. So she would run her class out of a parking lot of the local church called Creekside Church of Christ. And the church and fitness program were not affiliated at all. That's just like where she would go to fucking hold her classes. Yeah. She would use her Facebook to reach her clients. And she would share with them like future classes and the times that they were going to meet up and the locations and everything. So she'd post on there like, hey guys, let's go kick some ass. On April 17th, 2016, Missy publishes a Facebook post to her account around 7.55 p.m. And she's referencing a local storm which was coming in to the town. And it was expected to cause rain. And so she publishes the time and place of her next Camp Gladiator class, which was to be held the next morning at 5 a.m. in the church parking lot. All right. And her message read, quote, if it's raining, we're still training. No excuses. You are gladiators. And it explained that the class would be held inside of the church instead of in the parking lot. Nice. At least they get that. (laughs) Because I'd be like, no, 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 it's raining. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that big of a gladiator. (laughs) I'm more like the queen. I'm a dry gladiator. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so her next Facebook message is at 9.23 p.m. 
And she says that she's going to go to bed and she needs to get some rest because she's going to get up at 3.30 in the morning so Ugh. that she can go set up for her class, right? Yeah. Ugh. Sounds right. awful. Sounds terrible. So then on April 18th, early in the morning, Missy wakes up and she heads to church to set up for her class. She arrives at the church around 4.20 a.m. and heads inside to start setting up for the 5 a.m. class. Okay. At 5 a.m., two of her clients walk into the church and they find Missy bludgeoned and bloody laying on the floor unresponsive. Oh, shit. Some shit happened. Oh, my God. They no. Call, yeah, yeah. They call 911 immediately. And by 5.07 a.m., the fire department arrives and finds Missy is deceased. Oh, fuck. I know. This is fucked up. A fucking warning. This shit stuck with me to where, like... You know how we talk about how it, this podcast isn't good for our mental health yep. and how we eventually got used to it and now we're not so freaked out? Yeah. This one made me freaked out again. Oh, no. And I'll explain why later. And I'm like yelling at Lee like, lock the doors all the time. And he's like, it's <laughs> fucking noon. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. Lock that shit up. Okay. So the police arrive a few minutes later at 510 a.m. And they immediately notice that the church had been recently vandalized. Uh-oh. Multiple doors on the inside and outside of the church were broken and, like, looked like they had been pried at. Mm-hmm. And there was broken glass everywhere from several broken windows on on the property. Was it like that the day before? No, no. It was like this shit just happened. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, did she walk in on some vandalism? Mm-hmm. Immediately, the police began to suspect that this was a robbery that had gone wrong. Who robs a church? <laughs> right? I got this relic. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to pawn that to? Got Jesus. <laughs> Is that a life-size Jesus on the cross? Where did you get that? <laughs> oh, I uh, just happened upon it. <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. All right, fucking Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Susan, tone it down with the questions. Now fucking say your Hail Marys and let's go. <laughs> They're like, is this a bowl of holy water? That's what I was going to say. Please kneel when you enter my home. <laughs> Why is there a pew in your kitchen? <laughs> I needed a new dining room set. Oh, Jesus. Ah, literally. Yeah, uh-huh. got him. Uh-huh. So, okay, the police are like, somebody was fucking breaking into the church to steal collections or some shit. I'm pretty sure they take those home. Yeah, I don't know how churches work because I obviously don't go to them enough. But I'm pretty sure they're not just sitting in the pan. Yeah, they they clear out the pan each time. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking file that away for like spending later. Yeah, and then they have little like offices and shit in churches usually where they they have have lock boxes. Yeah, lock box like fucking this is for Jesus wafers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let let me uh, let me get into that. This is for the Pope Mobile. gotta gas her up yeah and this is for the new fucking stained glass windows yeah and somebody fucking broke out yeah so they think like okay somebody was stealing collections or some shit from the church and missy had interrupted their fucking operation yeah yeah (laughs) okay so police work with the church and they find out that while a lot of damage had been done to the building Nothing was actually missing from the church. It was just like shit was broken and pried open. Yeah, because there's nothing to take. (laughs) They get in and they're like, ah, fuck. First of all, everything is fucking nailed down, including Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) No. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Everyone's going to hate you. I'm going to hell. Oh, shit. I'm going too because I'm laughing so fucking hard. (laughs) Oh, God. 
Okay, so carrying on. (laughs) Also, it turns out that the church had surveillance cameras set up on the inside and the outside. So the police are like, we're going to need to check on those. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so they review the video and they find something super fucking eerie and chilling and shit that will haunt your fucking nightmares for the rest of your life. I just got goosebumps and I don't even know what it is yet. (laughs) I'm a really good storyteller. You are. You looked me in the soul. (laughs) Like, telling you the shit fucked me up. And you're going to be like, this was a lot of fucking buildup for not that much, but it fucked me up. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, at 3.50 a.m., that morning that Missy was murdered, mm-hmm. a person is seen breaking into the church. And this person is in head-to-toe, police-style tactical gear. They're wearing, like, a riot helmet, a full-on ballistics vest with, like, the word police written in the back, you know? The fuck? Long sleeves, long pants, the big black fucking tactical boots and gloves and everything. They got a fucking headlamp on. And they seem to be carrying, like, a, a hammer or a crowbar or some okay. sort of fucking tool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the fuck... Who the fuck has access to that kind of shit? I'm sure eBay. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But uh, fucking weird. Okay. Yeah, a little weird. Yeah. The camera captures this person nonchalantly walking through like the half-lit hallways of the church. And they're just like stopping to open random doors. And they like peer inside and then close them and kind of move on. Kind of like they're just like, do 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 Hmm, what's in here? And they look in and then they keep walking. All right. Occasionally, the person stops and will, like, kind of swing the hammer into a window or some shit, shattering the glass, and then moves on. A very nonchalant, like, do-do-do, bink, and then, like, just keeps going, like, eh, fuck this window. In it's particular? Not like, yeah, it's not like they're, like, throwing their body into it or anything. It's just kind of like, eh, It's bink. not like a rage. It's just like, man, I guess I'll break this. No, nah, yeah, like, they're just cruising around. It's clear that this person isn't worried at all, like, that the noise is going to alert anyone, and they don't seem to be in any kind of hurry. They're just like, oh, let me fucking cruise around this church and break some shit and not a big deal, right? What if they were trying to do like a suicide by cop? Oh my God. I don't know, but I love the theory, so hold on to them, okay? All right. Put them in my pocket. Put them in your pocket. So then this person cruises around the church for 30 fucking minutes just vandalizing the place and like, you know, whatever. Mm, What's in here? Let me pry this door open. Mm, Got it open. Let's go on. They're not even like walking into the doors that they open. They're just opening them. Just breaking shit. Yep. All right. Then at 4.18 a.m., the outside cameras pick up Missy entering the church through the main entrance, while at the same time, this, like, mystery person in tactical gear starts walking towards the main entrance, towards Missy. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Did he hear her? Like, did he know that she was there? Or was he just like, I guess I'll leave now? And then he, like, I don't happens know. to be going towards her. I don't her. know. Ugh, I hate it. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that this is on video. And you can watch it. You can't watch all of it, though. I was like, I don't want to. (laughs) Then both Missy and the mystery person enter into a camera dead zone. Oh, no. In the main foyer where Missy is attacked and where she's found dead. Well, fuck. And the mystery person is never seen on camera again. Oh. But, like, the camera didn't pick the mystery person up, like, running down any of the hallways or nowhere else on the camera again. Not seen on the outside camera. Like, I don't. They just fucking disappeared. I don't know. Some people say they're still in the church. (laughs) Wandering around. That's fucking scary. It's creepy. Is there like an exit near where she was bludgeoned? Well, the exit that she walked in, but the outside camera was working, so it would have picked up the person leaving, right? So I don't know if like maybe they went through a window or some shit. 
Yeah, maybe. That's and, terrifying. And this is kind of a case where the police withhold a lot of random shit. So maybe they do have it and they're saying they don't. Oh. But a lot of this information isn't even coming from police interviews and shit. It's like people have dug into the warrants and like getting information that way. God damn. Because, you know, when they write up a warrant to like search for someone like, oh, we want to like look in their house. They have to give all the fucking reasons why. Yeah. And, you know, so it'll be like, oh, on the camera, we picked up this, that and the other and they have this, that and the other. So we want to look. Right. So this is where we're getting most of our information from. Yeah. But it would be weird to withhold like to say like, oh, we have this person on camera everywhere except for leaving. Like that would be weird to withhold that, I think. Right. And I still kind of I'm like skeptical to even think that like there really was a dead zone in the cameras, you know, like the police never release any footage, obviously, and they say that it was a dead zone. But like it if you have a whole fucking security system inside and outside and your main entrance camera breaks, you're going to fix that. You would think, but maybe their collections were a little light. (laughs) maybe (laughs) well you would move a camera then like from an importance like a lesser important spot to like the main entrance i would think like i would think the main entrance should be covered yeah then so then that made me think like maybe the person broke out the camera oh like they knew that one was there and they broke it out oh that's terrifying too though i don't know I mean, none of that is explained, and they don't ever claim a broken camera or anything. This is just me speculating wildly. Yeah. But it just seems so weird that how the fuck would anyone know that there's a dead spot right there? Yeah. Like, you would have to know. Yeah. Ooh. He's yeah. a priest. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe. He was like, I've always hated this stained glass window. Tink. <laughs> Let's get rid of this. So the only thing that's really related to the suspect, uh-huh. the only kind of information we have is that somebody, like some eyewitness maybe like one of her camp goers for this camp gladiator thing Mm -hmm. they saw a black suv leave the parking lot around 4 30 and that's about when she was murdered so that's all the information we have that's fucking terrifying yeah somebody in full fucking tactical gear and maybe a black suv okay so imagine you get to this class early at (sighs) like 4 30 and you're like just sitting in your car because you're like, I don't want to go in and be the only one there. And then the instructor's there and you have to make that awkward small talk. Like, how are the kids? Yeah. And so you wait in your car. Yeah. Ooh, what if you had gone in? That's terrifying. I know. So I make this point. It's kind of like my closing point. But I had found this timeline at the end. And it literally said that people got there when she was being murdered. And they were just like sitting in the parking lot. And they didn't know. Like, yeah, she, They didn't know she was being attacked or anything. But they were just sitting there waiting for the class to start. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. That's so sad. Well, I mean, what if they had gone in? They might have been murdered too. That's true. That's very true. But oh my God. Or even if you just would have walked in like five minutes later after the person fled or whatever. Yeah. Then you could have maybe saved her life. But you don't know. Like, Yeah, you can't say that. No, you have no idea. But fuck, man. That's got to fuck with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Either which way, if you're that person in that parking lot, you're like, I either came really close to dying or I like... Back in. Potentially could have saved the world. Yeah, like made a huge mistake. Oh, God, that's so scary. Or what if it's one of them? Bum, 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 bum. And they just change out of their tactical gear really fast. <laughs> yeah, and they just take off their police helmet. Yeah. Like, shove a black SUV. Hmm, I'm on to you. Mm-hmm. All right, so Missy's remains were examined to determine the cause of death. And it found that she sustained multiple, quote unquote, puncture wounds Ooh. on her chest and head which were found to be consistent with the quote-unquote tool used by the mystery person. So see what I mean by, like, the police are, like... 
they have to know what they're looking for. Yeah. Well, and there was this one mention of like either a podcast or some shit that I listen to a lot of shit about this. This is also probably why it's all in my fucking head. But they made mention of they never really say what the tool is. Yeah. And they just say puncture wounds. So we're all assuming that it's the hammer that you see in the video, right? That this person's walking around with. Yeah. And that she got attacked with the hammer. But in one of the warrants, it also mentions a gun was on the scene. Ooh. But I found an article that said, because all of this happened in like 2016, right? So like all the articles you're reading, you have to kind of realize where you're at in the timeline when you're reading it. Yeah. I found an article that said that Missy had a gun in her glove box of the car. But then I also heard that they had like dogs on the scene smelling for gunshot residue. Yeah. So then I'm thinking a puncture wound, a bullet wound is a puncture wound and a tool could be a gun if they saw a gun on the video somewhere, you know, like. I don't consistent think a, with the tool the guy had. I don't think a bullet is considered a puncture, though, is it? I don't fucking know. I was just saying, like, I, I mean, because in warrants, you have to put, like, legal terms, right? Like, legally correct or whatever. Yeah. And in autopsy reports and shit. Yeah, but so I feel like they generic. I feel like they wouldn't call a bullet hole or a bullet wound a puncture wound. Yeah. I feel like a puncture is, like, you, like poked in and pulled and out. out. Yeah. yeah. Like, punctured it. Oh, good point. I don't know. I didn't look up the definition, but I was just, like, speculating wildly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> In one of the interviews, and again, I don't know if this ever got like, if this changed because I didn't find any more information on it. But in one of the interviews, the police are saying, we're not going to name what tool was used to kill her because we want to use that on the perpetrator, like when we find out who it is, as like evidence to prove that they're really our person. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, you know, maybe I gave away the big fucking smoking gun. Hint, hint. (laughs) Hint, hint, gun. Ha! But I probably didn't because I'm not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe. I think of a puncture wound and I feel like I wouldn't call a hammer a puncture wound. I mean, maybe the back of it. Yeah, that's what I thought was like the claw of the hammer. Yeah. But I feel like a puncture and tool, like those two words together, I'm like, oh, it was a screwdriver. Oh. Or something like that. Yeah. Like something else. Yeah. And maybe on his tactical belt, he just, it was actually a tool belt. I was just going to say, this person does, like, reach into their vest and shit and pull stuff out randomly. Like, who knows what they had on them and what else the police saw on those videos. Because they released some of the video footage, but it's not, like, all of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So police go over this video footage over and over again to try to figure out who the suspect is, right? Yeah. They look for clues, and they find that the person walked in a very distinct gait. Ooh. And their feet seem to be kind of turned out like a duck. And it was more so prevalent in the right foot than the left foot. All right. And at one point in the video, which this is something you can see, this person kind of uses the wall to the right of them to kind of like brace themselves or help them walk or something. It's almost like, you know, if you're like, you get up really fast and you get dizzy and you just kind of like slide your hand along the wall as you walk like, okay, got my balance. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those. I don't know why that really creeps me out. Uh, Watch this video footage. There's like no fucking sound. It's so eerie. You know, it's just like this person nonchalantly walking around, breaking shit, not aggressively. And then they're just kind of like do to do and kind of like limping. I hate that. I, it's I don't know why weird. I really don't like it. It's fucking weird. By the way, I'll post the video on our website. <laughs> yeah, you will. Okay, so the police are like, well, maybe this person had a recent injury to their leg. And that's what's causing this strange gait. So bolo for somebody who hurt their right leg recently. Yeah. Or who walks like this because of like a birth defect or some shit. The police aren't even sure if the riot gear the person is wearing is like costume riot gear or if it's authentic. Yeah. Because it's fucking really good. Like if that shit is costume riot gear, it's like fucking movie quality. (laughs) Like it looks like 
the goddamn SWAT team broke in and is just like hanging out. <laughs> well, that's terrifying too. Right? Well, and then I'm like, okay, police could probably identify if it's real or not. So maybe it is real and they just don't want to give that piece of evidence out. Yeah. Like that we know for a fact it's somebody who had access to authentic whatever. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it would have like identifying pieces or whatever like sergeant whatever yeah badges or something lapel (laughs) (laughs) yeah something something where they're like oh clearly that's this person sergeant o'reilly walking the beat i mean at night he becomes a bartender (laughs) if you're gonna break into a place you'd probably take off your name tag or whatever or cover it up (laughs) i would fucking hope but you don't know but i mean like or where's somebody else's like oh ours all have reflective things on the back right there and this one clearly doesn't or whatever like yeah an identifying like marker of clearly this is real or not we use this brand headlamp yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's LED and it's flashing red and blue. It's not ours. <laughs> yeah, we don't use those ones. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, not my guy. <laughs> we only use halogens. <laughs> okay, so as you can tell, this is going to be like one of those cases where you speculate wildly. Mm-hmm. I don't have ma- like very many answers, but so I don't want to like offend anyone with any like false evidence. Just assume everything is false in this report. <laughs> All right. I don't, because we don't have the answers. And this is a case that like the internet went crazy with oh yeah and so the, it's hard to tell like what's real what's somebody's speculation or whatever yeah and and what's our speculation <laughs> yeah seriously and even my own opinion at this point I've like listened to so much shit and read so much shit that I don't know if I thought of it on my own or if I'm fucking taking it from somebody else's ideas so yeah just it's one of those shit shows just regurgitating shit you heard that's fucking right They also determine that while they're not 100% certain, but they suspect that the perpetrator that they see is female. And they think this because they walked with a feminine sway. As they leaned against the wall? (laughs) With their pigeon toes? The fuck does that mean? (laughs) Like, that sway did not have balls. (laughs) Like, were the hips rocking? I don't know. They did like a little ditty. And fucking dudes can do that shit. Okay, so the Joker, I did not see it, but doesn't he dance? Yeah, like frolics. Yeah, he like frolics and stuff. I could see like he's a fucking murderer and a man. I could see him being like, I'm just gonna walk down this hallway and like sway. Maybe do a little catwalk thing. That is such a perfect explanation. Like, I feel like this person just kind of cruising around, looking around, is like the Joker-esque. Like, they're not frolicking and dancing, but they're so calm about it all. They're calm, and they're probably, like, I mean... I don't give a fuck if I get caught. Yeah, exactly. They seem like they have some kind of confidence or, like, something to prove or something like that. It's weird. But, so the police and all the interviews and stuff, they were saying, he, he, he. And then, like, the next day they came back and they were like, actually, we should retract that statement. We don't know if it's a he or she. We think it might be a she because they had a feminine sway. That's real weird. Real but weird. also, you just don't know if it's a he or a she. You should retract that statement. Yeah, exactly. Because then you don't want people only looking for this dude when you have this lady who's like, oh, I busted up my Fucking ankle. right foot again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like fits the description, but everyone's looking for a dude. And I have to put my tactical gear away. <laughs> yeah. So they also use like clues in the video and shit to determine that this person was between 5'2 and 5'8. And one of five the five two could be a chick. Yeah. But five two to five eight's a pretty big fucking leap. Like That's true. You couldn't nail it down to something closer. I'm five two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so somebody on the internet went ahead and was like, 
they measured shit, you know, based off of a fucking still of them standing next to a door. And they were like, these doors are usually eight feet. And then they like measured it out, like did a fucking scale. Yeah. And it looks closer to like five, eight. Oh, okay. I don't know how fucking forensically sound that shit is, but. I think it's pretty good. I saw it on the internet, so this person is 5'8". Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they did it in, like, bones a lot. <laughs> uh, so it's right. If they did it in bones, it's right. It's very valid, yeah. So another interesting incident that was captured on camera that night was in a parking lot of a nearby SWFA outdoor store, which sold guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And this store was, like kind of kitty cornered to where the the church was and across the street okay and it showed a light colored either 2010 to 2012 nissan altima with an oval bumper sticker on the back pull into the parking lot and it was just kind of like driving around very strangely okay they were driving around with their lights off for a while and then they would like turn them back on for a bit and then they like stopped for a little while for like a couple minutes And then they just left the parking lot. And it was raining that night. So some people were speculating like maybe somebody was practicing driving with their lights off in the rain. Mm. I don't. Were there street lights and stuff though? I feel like at a strip mall type place, which is kind of what that sounds like, like you'd have a street light. Yeah. I'm trying to remember because one of the like videos I watched did have that video. Like it showed the video of the car. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. Like it looks like not you're not up to any good like there's no cars around there's no reason for anyone to be there yeah but think of every time you were a teenager and you're just driving around aimlessly because you're like i don't want to go home yet and yeah but like, sometimes you turn off your lights because you're like check this out now <laughs> i'm gonna drive through this parking lot with my lights off yeah. crazy and then your passenger is like turn your fucking lights on yeah but we're it's driving just kind of odd that like the same night that happened this never happens on this fucking, you know, surveillance footage, yeah. never p- picks shit up. And on the same night that she gets murdered, there's like this weird activity across the street. Yeah. It seems too weird to be coincidental. But it wasn't a black SUV. Yeah, but the black SUV could have been just anybody else driving around. It wasn't like, I saw the guy jump in a black SUV. They're True. Like, I saw an SUV leaving the parking lot at this time. But it was a Nissan Altima. Yeah, this was a light colored Nissan Altima. Doesn't sound like our guy. <laughs> but you don't know what the guy was driving. Or I feel girl. like that's not what he drives. He's not driving an Altima with a bumper sticker. Yeah. What was the bumper sticker? Fucking 23.6 I was whatever? just going to say, it was like an oval thing, and they couldn't tell what it was. It was. 26.3. I don't know. It was fucking like Two. distances. Fucking yeah. marathon. Yeah. 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 But the video footage is so fucking grainy, you can't tell. Of course. Naturally. All right, so we don't know if this is fucking linked, but it's something shady and it's something to be aware of and to think about. If you know anybody with a fucking Nissan Altima that was cruising around there, fucking see something, say something. Yeah. What's weird, too, is like this person never came forward. The person was never like, ah, that was me. I was just fucking around. Well, I mean, you wouldn't want to be associated with it. Yeah, that's true. And the like outdoor store, they were like, we saw this and we thought somebody was like casing the joint to like rob us. And then we realized that this chick got fucking murdered across the street. So you guys should check this out. This is a normal behavior. So they thought it was weird before they knew. Yep. Yep. Ooh, exactly. Okay. So police have the perp on camera, right? But the person's identity was so confused that they really have no fucking clue who they're looking for. Yeah. And before reviewing the security footage, they had thought that it was a robbery gone wrong, like I said, right? And Missy interrupted the crime. But nothing was stolen. And as you watch the video, they don't even walk into any of the doors or anything. But of what you're seeing, this person is not there to steal shit. 
Yeah. This person is just kind of cruising around. Well, the person was only there for like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't take anything. They just like broke shit and murdered someone and left. That's fucking crazy. So if the perp wasn't there to rob the church, then maybe they were there specifically to attack Missy. <gasps> Ooh, because I don't like it. Yeah, because after all, she would like post her class schedules and everything on her Facebook and she made them public to get like more clients and shit. Yeah. So it was easy to know where she was going to be. And at what time? Ooh, don't post your shit, people. Right? Make that shit fucking private. Yeah. So maybe someone used that, like, rainy morning as an opportunity to attack her. Oh, that's so scary. So then comes the question of why. Like, why would somebody attack her? Like, what is the motive to hurt or kill her because she was so fucking kind and loved and everything to the community, right? Yeah. Well, it turns out that there were rumors that Missy was having an affair with a married man. Supposedly, uh-huh. Missy's husband, Brandon, told the police about this affair. So who knows if it's actually true or not. But police also did find some interesting social media messages, which were like flirtatious in nature. From Missy? Yes, from Missy interacting with another guy. And there are reports online and you can find all these names. Like I said, this case goes so in-depth I could go on forever. So I kind of glaze over some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But she had some, it was like on her LinkedIn, she started fucking communicating with somebody and they were flirting. And I guess it's somebody they knew. LinkedIn is not a dating site, people. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but I guess it's somebody that they knew. And so he was like aware of it or some shit. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't even know. And then she also had some other suspicious activity on there where she was like talking to another person and her friend came forward and told the police like, oh, I remember the night before, a couple nights before she had told me she got this creepy message from somebody on LinkedIn. And so maybe that person has something to do with it. But the police never really go like too far in depth on those. They're just like, yeah, looks like there was some infidelity. They kind of confirm it, but they don't. Like, I don't know. They don't say like. Unless they're like, that was fucking great boning last night. I don't know what the content is of the text (laughs) messages. (laughs) Thanks for everything. Yeah, especially that load. (laughs) That was my favorite part. The ending. (laughs) So everyone immediately suspects her husband, right? Yeah. But he had one of them airtight alibis. Mm, One of them. Because he was on travel in another state. Oh, okay. And so, like, he literally fucking, like, he was on an airplane in the sky or some shit. Couldn't have done it, right? Yeah. So then the speculation was that maybe he had hired someone to kill her. But then it seems odd that if this person was, like, hired help to fucking do a hit, like, why would they choose to kill her in such an intimate manner with a hammer? Or, like, so close, right? Like, you would just use a gun? Yeah. And as I mentioned before, they clearly weren't worried about the sound of the glass breaking or anything. So why would you worry about a gunshot? Yeah. Like a hired person isn't going to fucking go out of their way and attack with a hammer. Well, I feel like a hired person also isn't going to like destroy a church. No, no. They're like, I'm going to get in and do the job and go home. Yeah. Like you don't want to make more of a mess of things unless they're trying to like stage it to look. Yeah. I was going to say that. Like maybe it wasn't very professional hired help. Yeah. (laughs) But for whatever reason, the police like investigate all these fucking theories and they come back and they're like, not that. That's not the case. All right. Everybody on the internet was like, I got this, police. I'm going to solve this crime. (laughs) I am a web sleuth. Yes. I'm looking for somebody with an injured leg who walks like a duck and has fucking tactical gear, right? Yeah. We're going to figure this out. So where was this again? uh, This was in Midlothian, Texas. Okay. Which is a small town. But it also was like on a main highway to where like it's like a pass through. Yeah. It's on the outskirts of Dallas. So you could get from like Dallas to there in 20 minutes or some shit. 
Okay, yeah. So it sounds fucking secluded and like, oh, it's such a quiet little town and no murders ever happen here. But also it's pretty fucking close to big metropolitan, like fucking whatever. Yeah. Right? Okay, so everybody's like, I'm going to solve this case. And they're watching interviews of the family on TV. Mm-hmm. And they notice that Missy's father-in-law walked with a similar gait. <gasps> what? And a few days after the murder, he had brought a bloody shirt into the dry cleaners to be clean. Um, okay. Excuse me, sir. Can you not? Were the people like, we don't clean murder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excuse me. You're going to have to explain this. So. Yeah. What did he say happened? Like, oh, I was out fucking butchering goats or whatever. Well, here's the thing. He was out of town also when the night that she got murdered. Of course he was. So he also had an airtight alibi. But to explain the blood, he said that it was animal blood and that I think his dog or some shit had gotten in a fight with another dog and he somehow got animal blood on a shirt so the police were like yeah we're gonna need to see that shirt yeah i think so yeah and but they t- also this person wasn't wearing a shirt they were wearing like fucking tactical gear yeah that's true but maybe under their undershirt yeah so much blood i don't know just soaked all the way through i don't fucking know but he wasn't like clean off my tactical gear i'm just gonna <laughs> toss this in a tree where it's safe hose that down <laughs> So they test the shirt and it is animal blood. It comes back as animal blood. Oh, good. So he's not a suspect either. Okay. So it's now been three years since Missy died, since she was murdered, and police still are not sure who killed her or why. Oh, shit. That sucks. And like I said, there's tons of articles and other podcasts and shit that go into more depth on some other suspects. So if you're interested, Google her name and dig deep into the rabbit hole and lose hours of your life like I did. And then let us know who did it. Yes, please. <laughs> I'll list like the two podcasts that I for sure listen to. Yeah. Because I wrote them down. <laughs> Good. The other things were like fucking YouTube hits. So I'll do that and try to find the ones I did watch just to give people credit in case I mentioned shit that I heard. Yeah. But like I said, you could literally just fucking Google her name and lose hours of your life. That's crazy. There's interesting speculation of a man who supposedly went to church with Missy being a possible suspect. And this guy worked as security at the church and had previously served as SWAT or some shit like that, like with the police force. And he attended Missy's fitness camps and even offered to be security for her camps and walked with a duck-like gait. Uh, this guy sounds like a fucking red flag. And he drove a black SUV. Okay. Which is what was seen leaving the parking lot, right? Yeah. He was investigated and his alibi was that he was at home that night with his wife. Not airtight. Not airtight. Feeding his newborn baby. No dad feeds their newborn babies. (laughs) Coming from two moms who just had some fresh kids. Yeah. I've got a newborn baby. You know who feeds it? Fucking me. My tits. Um, (laughs) Him and his goddamn useless nipples. (laughs) Get them dry ass deserts out of here. Get the fuck out of here with those. (laughs) Well, all I'm thinking of is like as a fucking parent who was up in the middle of the night all the time. If somebody got murdered last night and they were like, what were you doing at three o'clock in the morning? I I could be like, at some point I woke up and I fed the baby. I couldn't tell you the times. I don't fucking know. Oh, I look at the time. Well, I guess I do too, but like I couldn't tell you to the t- like 3 o'clock, 3.30, 3 t- I'd be like, eh, it's around fucking 3. It might have been 2.50. Yeah. Like I don't have an airtight alibi in the middle of the night. No. Well, he doesn't either. But so it's just weird. I don't know. Like that, but that, I mean, even if you were like, oh, at three thirty, I was up feeding the baby. That's still not airtight or anything. No, like it takes fucking ten minutes tops to feed a baby. Oh no, man, my kid's up for like an hour and a half. Mm, I'm spoiled right now with that kid. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, second baby so much easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so he's investigated, right? Yep. And they confiscate some of his electronics. I guess there was like nine electronics or some shit that they took out of his house. Okay. It sounds reasonable. Is it though? Because like laptop, phone, your wife's phone, your desktop, your iPad. Okay. You're at like five. Your Fitbit. Okay. Your Palm Pilot, your like Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. But uh, for some reason, I was like, that was a lot of fucking electrical devices for one individual to own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. it's excessive. Yeah, yeah. So they collect nine of them, and they find child pornography on one of them. Gross. That's not good. And so he's put in jail, and they're like, can't fucking have child porn. So he spends 70 days in jail because they – fucking lock them up right away right and they give them bail of like two hundred thousand dollars or some shit yeah because they're still gonna investigate him for this murder yeah exactly and he also still has to go to trial for this child pornography charges good because he's a piece of shit yeah so he stays in jail for 70 days he doesn't post his bond or anything like that and then he goes to trial and then they find him not guilty because they could not definitively say that he downloaded the child porn since i guess it was a shared device that it was found on Okay, but somebody in that house is kind of doing some fucky shit. Yeah. Or then I was thinking maybe it's like a work shared thing and then Ew. that's gross too. Ew. Either way, he didn't get charged with it. Okay. Um, he has since been cleared as a suspect, which is fucking weird. And like I said, the police aren't really talking about the shit, right? Yeah. He's even openly admitted like I still own a helmet from my fucking SWAT days and I have a vest, but it doesn't fit me anymore because, like, I was much younger and thinner back then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't just have those two. I'm sure you have a whole fucking suit. You have your whole goddamn set. Yeah. Also, Missy's husband goes on to publish a letter saying that he and his family, his three girls, they've been through so much and they're so traumatized by this that they just want to move on and they're no longer interested in digging up the painful memories of her murder. Oh, that's weird. So they're no longer trying to find the murderer. That's weird. That's so fucking fishy. That's real fishy. Um, on to you. Pretty fucking sus. But more recently, one of Missy's daughters, she was awarded a bunch of money for selling a fucking prize pig or some shit at a fair. Okay. And she, like, I grazed over that one. Um, and she publicly stated that she wanted to donate the money to the police department to help solve her mom's murder. Yeah, because she's not over it. So this fucking contradicts what her dad's saying, right? Yeah. What the fuck, dad? Well, you're looking pretty fucking shady over there. Like, we're just so heartbroken. Leave us alone. But also, I'd feel like a total ass because he's like, uh, the media and the internet has gone fucking crazy with these theories and you guys are slandering my name and my dad's name and we've been cleared. So, like, just leave us alone. We've gone through enough. Yeah, I could see the dad saying that. But also, think of the kids. Like, they were younger when this happened. Now they're three years older. Yeah. And, like, if they're getting into teenage times or anything like that. Yeah. It's like a... I like, want to help justify my mom's. Yeah. Also, the police department came back and they were like, "Uh, like keep your money. We don't need it. We're still actively investigating this case. We want to solve it just as much as you. And it's not a funding issue. It's that we just don't know who the fuck did it. Like we're still trying. That's crazy. So then she took the money and she's going to donate some of it to, uh, I think it's like children with special needs or teachers who help children with special needs or some sort of special needs thing and then she's using some of it for college nice i know she sounds like an awesome well-rounded gal yeah that's fucking crazy god damn so this shit has been fucking with my head because i'm like dude 
somebody either knew she was coming and like fucking scoped out that place and was just like cruising around like come to me you know like joker status and then attacked her or they were literally like i'm just gonna get into some shit tonight and then they got interrupted and they were like bah attack or they were looking for it it's just fucking weird it's so random see the whole tactical gear and stuff though like if they're not looking for missy and like trying to hide their identity and stuff the whole tactical gear thing makes me feel like they're breaking windows like they're trying to get the cops called on them so that the cops will come and then they're like ready for a fucking shootout or something yeah Yeah, maybe that's a really good theory that i didn't even think of but also original uh, right here (laughs) but also another reason that they could have been wearing the tactical gear and stuff is like maybe like a sign of trust you know like oh i'm a person of authority and missy wouldn't be immediately alarmed Although I would be fucking terrified. (laughs) Like, whoa, what? If I went into an empty church at 4.30 in the morning (laughs) and there was one dude in like fucking SWAT gear or whatever, I'd be like, well, I'm about to fucking die. (laughs) I wouldn't be like, oh, this is normal here. (laughs) This is normal. Is there a bomb to defuse? Yeah. Who are you here to fucking SWAT, sir? (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. That's terrifying. That's like yeah. shit from nightmares. Yeah. Especially no one, with like a helmet on and stuff. Maybe a police uniform and I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like you're just trying to gain my trust. No. Yeah. No one's wearing full fucking SWAT gear yeah. to like, uh, just making sure the neighborhood's safe here. Yeah. That's so scary. You're there to freak someone straight the fuck out. Oh, also total speculation again, but I have like zoomed in on every frame of this fucking video that they show you and it's kind <laughs> of three clips. Like it shows the person like, well, it's probably more than three. But, like, walking down the hallway, kind of bracing themselves, like, you know, fucking prying another door open. And then it shows them, like, walking across the hall and going in a door. And then it cuts to a door opening. And then they're walking through the door, right? So you would think, as somebody watching, that I'm watching this continued Yeah, they're going through that door that you just watched them open. Yeah, but in the previous uh, frames, the person just has, like, a hammer in their hand. But then in the one where the door is open and they're walking through, it looks like they have a box or something white in their hand. And I've zoomed in a million times and I've changed the color of the photo a thousand times trying to figure out what the fuck is in this person's hand. Ooh. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is like pieced together footage. Like a lot of other shit happened in between there and the police cut that out. Like, is oh. it time stamped at all? No, not that I could see. There was no timestamps on Ooh. it. And I guess these cameras were like motion detected, you know, so they kind of jump around sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say those might be a little bit fucky sometimes. Yeah, but they slice this together to look like the person is just opening the door and then going through the door. Yeah. But there is something in that person's hand that wasn't in the frame before. And I don't know what it is. And there's mention of like the person hanging out in the kitchen for a while. So then one of the podcasts I listened to said like maybe it was like a Ziploc bag or a bag, trash bags or something to be like, oh, I'm going to steal shit and put them in these trash bags. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't look like a trash bag box. Could have been communion wafers. You're just hungry. Yeah. Ah, fuck, man. I want some body of Christ right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So if anyone's got really fucking good eyes or knows what the hell that is, I don't know why I'm so interested in knowing what's in this person's hand. I'm going to have to look at it. Yeah, yeah. It's eerie as fuck. Well, I just watched it and that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. Yeah. I don't like it. Also, that person's foot is fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's like way out there. Yeah. I do know somebody at work that walks like that, though. My left foot's like that. Really? Yeah. I'm going to stare at your gate. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, though. It's my left foot. It was this guy's right foot. You do walk with a feminine sway. (laughs) I do walk with a feminine sway. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Goddamn, lady. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. Yeah. All right. You ready for my story? I'm ready. Give it to me. Mine is actually a listener suggestion. Ooh. 
So this is from Kelly Wirtz. Okay. It's about Diamond Bessie. Ooh. Okay. Because she suggested this, I've read the synopsis. Did you? Some bitch. Yes. But (laughs) give it to me. Okay, so she was born Annie Stone in 1854 in Syracuse, New York. We got an old one. Yeah, it's an oldie but a goodie. All right. So her parents were shoe dealers. What does that mean? <laughs> um, I'm assuming they Soul had shoes? a shoe shop. <laughs> <laughs> and she was strikingly beautiful. Aww. She had black hair and bright gray eyes. Bright gray? Gray is like dull. <laughs> yeah, but I have like gray eyes. You have blue eyes. Not really. My brother has blue eyes. You I have, have like gray. fucking crystal blue eyes. They're I don't know not what you're crystal talking about. blue. <laughs> I have gray eyes. They're so gray. But they're not bright gray. I assume it means like a lighter gray. All right. All right. I'll take it. Okay. It's stupid, but I'll take it. <laughs> it's not a thing. At any rate, she was a beautiful gothic princess. <laughs> <laughs> and I aspire to be her one day. Yeah. So this garnered attention from men at a young age, obviously. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. And at 15, she ran off with a guy with the last name Moore. Okay. Which, 15 in 1854. You're basically like 45. Yeah, you're an old maid. (laughs) Like, get married already. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Well, she was with this guy for a while and took his last name, but I don't think that they were ever actually married. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So when the two separated, she kept his last name and she became a sex worker. Hey, yo. Yep. Handjob's still a job, man. Yep. They don't call it a job for nothing. Yeah. Shit's hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure when, but she also began going by Bessie instead of Annie. (laughs) And my guess would be it was... She went by a different name when she started tootin'? Yeah, probably, yeah. It's like her stripper name, but her tootin' name. Exactly. Bessie. Yeah, you don't want people to be like, oh, is that fucking Annie Stone? (laughs) It's like, like, it's Bessie Moore. Yeah, nah, bitch, it's Bessie Moore. At any rate. Yes. She was apparently pretty happy with the lifestyle of tootin'. Sure, I'm sure she made some money. Hell yeah. And she had a bunch of male admirers who would buy her tons of gifts and jewelry. Sounds kind of nice. Hell yeah. She worked in brothels in Cincinnati and New Orleans, Louisiana. Ooh, girl got around. Hell yeah, she did. She's cruising through, doing a tour. Party towns, yeah. (laughs) And then, at the time of our story, she was in Hot Springs, Arkansas. All right. Not as cool as New Orleans. No, no. (laughs) You can take what you can get. You go where the job takes you, you know? (laughs) The traveling tutor. So, enter a man named Abraham Rothschild. Oh, okay. He went by Abe. (laughs) Good old Abe. Honest Abe. Honest Abe. He was born in 1853 and was the son of a jeweler. Ooh, girl. Get them diamonds. Diamonds. (laughs) So he was a handsome guy. Ooh. He was a good businessman. And he had diamonds. And he was the son of a fucking jeweler, so he had diamonds on the ready. (laughs) I'm thinking of that song. Was the son of a jeweler man. <laughs> Instead of a, you know, well, it's preacher, preacher man. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was a traveling salesman for his dad's jewelry business. Oh, okay. So he probably had, like, jewels and shit on Yeah, it's right? fucking box. Yeah. Like, look at these diamonds. Yeah, check this shit out. You want a diamond? Got yeah. a diamond. Might be blood diamond. Might blood be. diamonds probably aren't even a thing yet. Or they are a thing, but no one cares. Yeah, they are a thing. That's all they are. <laughs> yeah. So in his early 20s, he was into partying and living it up. Sounds fun. He sounds like a great guy. He does. <laughs> Well, he started seeing prostitutes and drinking too much. All right. And so then his family was like, God damn it, Abe. 
Like, Did it together. Yeah, fucking cool it. But he wouldn't cool it. Yeah. And so they were just like embarrassed. He was the black sheep of the family, right? Okay. So then Abe met Bessie in 1875. Mm-hmm. And they hit it off and started a relationship. Okay, get it, girl. Mm-hmm. Apparently their relationship was pretty rocky and filled with alcoholism and physical abuse. Oh, that's not a good look. No. And so he also allegedly forced Bessie to prostitute herself and pay him $50 a day. No, he became a pimp. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. $50 a day? She must have been raking it in. Hell yeah, man. 1875? Yeah. Right? Holy shit. That was not confirmed, but it was alleged. Okay. But you're right. Goddamn. If she was making more than 50 bucks a day? Yeah. Holy shit. Jesus. 50 bucks a day now is really nice. (laughs) (laughs) to pay to someone else yeah to still have money left over yeah for like no reason if i just handed you 50 bucks a day yeah god damn be fucking great that'd be wonderful can we start that no not for me anyway (laughs) (laughs) so abe was even arrested at one point for beating bessie in public oh listen you can beat your wife in 1875 but not in public (laughs) evidently nobody wants to see that shit Uh uh-uh way to bring the mood down abe i know we're all just having a good time And Bessie accused Abe of stealing her diamonds and trying to pawn them. (gasps) Because she was getting gifts from other men, right? Oh, shit. So not even like... Not even his own diamonds. Yeah, yeah, some other man's diamonds. Yeah, some other man bought her diamonds, and then he was like, give me your fucking diamonds. I'm going to pawn that shit. Dude, Bessie's nailing it. Like, she knows how to fucking toot properly. Right? She's getting enough money for 50 bucks a day and diamonds. We could even consider her an escort. She's high end. She might just be a hustler. Hustling. <laughs> Is that where hussy comes from? Yeah, hussy. I don't know. I don't either. So even after all this, apparently Betsy started pressuring Abe to marry her. Cause, oh, don't do that. Yeah, like that's the guy Maybe. you want to stick with? Yeah, no. And she even claimed that she was pregnant with his kid. Oh, Yeah. So she threatened to tell Abe's dad about the baby, which would have made, like, a huge fucking scandal. Okay. And the family that's already embarrassed about him would have been, like, pissed. Yeah, super upset about it. So they didn't officially get married, but Abe finally relented, and on January 17th, 1877, he started referring to Bessie as his wife. Okay. After two days, they traveled to Jefferson by train, where Abe supposedly had business to do. Mm-hmm. And they stayed at the Brooks House in Jefferson under the names A. Monroe and Wife. Because <laughs> it's 1877 and women don't matter. All right. That's fucking peachy. Yeah. So their appearance and their fancy clothes and all of Bessie's diamonds drew attention from the locals. I love that she just like wears all of her diamonds. Hell yeah. What else are you going to do with them? Like dripping in diamonds. She was dripping <laughs> Me and Diddy dripping diamonds like Marilyn. <laughs> yeah, she she dripping diamonds like Marilyn. Her and Diddy are dripping diamonds like Marilyn. <laughs> so, yeah, she's wearing them all because you got to keep like your bank on you, right? Yeah, yeah. And the locals started calling her Diamond Bessie. Got it. On January 21st, Abe planned a picnic for himself and Bessie. Mm-hmm. Like a good husband. That sounds nice. Yeah. Love picnics. I do too. <laughs> I don't really want to go outside, but I used to love picnics. <laughs> I hate the outdoors now. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to leave my home. 
But bring a picnic to me and I'll sit on the floor. (laughs) I just like food. I'll eat food anywhere. Oh, my God. True. And picnic food is always like fucking good cheese and wine. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Yeah. You just said my fucking best Saturday night. (laughs) Picnic cheese and wine. Can I get them Ritz, too? (laughs) Ooh, them buttery, salty crackers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're going to go on this picnic. So they buy two picnic lunches from a local restaurant. You just buy those? Apparently that was a thing. Huh. Because I I thought the same thing. And I was like, does it come with a basket? Like, (laughs) comes with one of those like checker blankets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is that like the to-go menu? (laughs) Okay. They were seen by a man named Frank Malloy while they were walking across a bridge at Cypress Bayou away from town along the main road. And he had also seen them buying the lunch. Okay. So Frank remembered specifically seeing Bessie's diamond rings. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So three hours later, Abe was seen crossing back over the same bridge, but he was alone. No Bessie. No Bessie. Okay. So at the hotel, they're like, oh, where's your wife? Yeah. And he said that she was staying across the bayou visiting friends. Okay. So the next morning, the hotel staff saw him eating breakfast alone and wearing Bessie's rings. What the fuck? That's the worst idea he ever had was wearing her rings. That's what she's known for. Right? Like, fucking put that shit in your suitcase, man. Also, all I'm thinking is like, Lee couldn't wear my rings. No. I have tiny, tiny fingers and he's got big old sausage links. Yeah. That's true. So it'd be like on your first knuckle. Maybe. And then I'm imagining him eating a Danish with all of my diamonds on his first knuckle. Right? Or like they were her thumb rings and he's got them on his pinkies. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. Maybe they were the same size people. Maybe. Could be. I I just don't know. Or maybe he was was wearing them in different ways. Just like tucked in his beard. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking beardaments. Like around his glasses stems. (laughs) So, however he was wearing the rings, he had them on his person. Oh, okay. So the next day, January 23rd, Abe got on a train to Cincinnati with all of his Mm. and Bessie's luggage. Suspicious. Super sus. Yeah. February 5th, after a week of snow, Uh. the snow started to melt, and a woman named Sarah King was out collecting firewood, and she found a body. Dun, 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 dun. Poor Bessie. Yeah. It was good old Diamond Bessie. Yeah. She was found with all of her fancy clothes on, and all of her jewelry was gone. Oh, and the leftovers from a picnic were scattered around her. Jesus Christ, he did it at the picnic? I guess. What a dick. Well, he, allegedly, we just don't know, right? Um, pretty much on to Abe. <laughs> Are you, though? <laughs> I mean, if it's not Abe, he's a dick. Yeah. For taking her jewelry. Yeah. And, and leaving her there to clean up the picnic. Yeah, and like... Yeah, leaving your wife or watching your wife get murdered or whatever, and then, like, leaving and being like, she's going to stay with friends. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to take her shit no, and she's not question cool. her whereabouts. Yeah. <laughs> so the local townsfolk pulled together enough money to bury her, because I guess, yeah, like, they were super fucking sweet, and they really liked her. Oh, that's so sweet. Did they know she was a prostitute? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. She was so classy. Yeah. I mean, because... Well, she was really pretty, and she had fancy clothes and a lot of diamonds, so they are probably like, this eccentric motherfucker is awesome. She brings so much excitement to our town. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing, though. In my head, I think of prostitute, and I think of, like, not the highest society. You know, like, people... Prostitutes die all the time and go unfucking claimed and it's really sad, but... Yeah. It's like, oh, they're just lost to the way of life. 
Yeah. So it's crazy to me that this is like a high-end prostitute and that everybody like like loves her. It didn't say anything about like her personality, but she could have been like super fucking outgoing or whatever. Because what if she's just like a total bitch, but so pretty? Everybody was like, could have been she that. deserves a burial. It could have been that everyone was just in love with her because they're like, she's so pretty. I just can't look away from those bright gray eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet, though, that they put together a little funeral for her. Yeah. And so the police are looking for A. Monroe, which is what he signed in as, right? Okay, fucking honest Abe over here. Yeah. Not Abe Rothschild. Yeah. Who was back in Cincinnati. Okay. But they knew what he looked like. Yeah. And they were able to determine that since he had boarded an eastbound train out of town, maybe they had originally come from there, right? Yeah, that makes sense. And so they found out that he had registered as A. Rothschild and wife in Marshall. Mm. And so they were able to put a warrant out for Abe Rothschild. Okay. And they found him back in Cincinnati. Oh, good. So these, great police detective work. Right? Like, they're actually fucking nailing it. Yeah. And these townsfolk are super fucking invested in it for some reason. That's so cool. So they put together some more funds to send the sheriff, John Vines, to Cincinnati to arrest Abe. Wow. Yeah. To bring him back? Yeah. Wow. To, like, extradite him back. They're yeah. like, nah, man. You get back here. You don't do that shit in our town. Yeah. Meanwhile, Abe was growing more and more paranoid about what he had done, and he was drinking more than ever. Yeah. And he thought he was being followed. Wait, how did she die? She was shot in the head. Oh. Yeah. Did anyone hear it? Like how? This is the middle of the day, right? How often are there fucking gunshots? In 1877? All the time. Probably. They're just like, pew, 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 get my picnic. Yeah. They're like celebrating. It's for sadness. It's for joy. It's for everything. So he's drinking more and more, right? Yeah. And he thinks he's being followed. He's uh, paranoid as fuck. Yeah. And so he decides to commit suicide. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And one day in late February, he shot himself in the head outside of a saloon. Oh. But he Outside of a saloon. Oh, what? Yeah. (laughs) You got me off guard. Yeah. How? Well, he spent a couple days in the hospital and he lost his right eye. But holy shit. Apparently all he did was fucking put his eye out. Dude, in my head in like the 1800s, if you get a fucking paper roll, cut. Yeah, roll your ankle, you're dead. Yeah, I Shit's know. Shit's getting infected. He nope. Lived? This guy was just a fucking champ, so. Oh my God. He just powered through that shit. Whoa, that sucks. Was everybody like, yo, Abe, why'd you do that shit? Yeah, well, I mean, it couldn't have been that bad if he only spent a couple days in the hospital, too. Like, that's they just true. popped the eye out. Maybe guns weren't as strong then, too. I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, it was like a little... A pew-pewer? Yeah, a little prostitute's gun. Yeah. <laughs> so, he was in the hospital, and he got arrested there. Okay. And he was brought back to Texas for the trial. Alrighty. This trial was Texas's first big murder trial. Ooh. All of Texas? Yeah. Huh. It was like O.J. Simpson status, where it garnered like a ton of attention. Wow. Yeah. How did it get so much attention then? I guess they were like, listen to the radio? Do they have radios then? I have no idea. Word of mouth. Newspapers. Fucking print. Yeah. (laughs) Extra, extra. Read all about it. Diamond Bessie's been shot. Honest Abe on trial. So Abe's family was super embarrassed by him, right? Yeah. But they didn't want this scandal to like ruin their reputation even more. 
And uh-huh. so they hired Abe the best defense that they could. Oh, okay. They're like, uh, we're going to protect our son. Yeah. He had 10 attorneys all Jesus. working for him. Yeah. Oh my God. Overkill. Right? And they managed to get the trial moved from Jefferson to Marshall. Alrighty. Since the town of Jefferson was, like, super involved in the case and paying for, like, Bessie's funeral and to get the sheriff to go extradite Abe and stuff. Yeah. Basically, everyone in the town was against him, right? Yeah. Like, fuck you, man. Yeah. So they got it moved to Marshall. Okay. So the trial started in December of 1878. Uh Uh-huh. And the jury found him guilty and wanted the death penalty. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. But (laughs) Abe's defense team was able to appeal and get the verdict overturned. What? Rumor was it was because he was a wealthy man and she was a sex worker. Yeah. So the appellate court favored him. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. But the official reason was because at least one of the jurors had stated that he had an opinion on the case prior to the trial. Oh, okay. Can't do that if you're a juror. Yeah. But he was still allowed to be on the jury. Yeah. And so the judge declared a mistrial. Okay. He was tried again in December of 1880. And this time, he was back in Jefferson. Okay. So then this time, the defense focused on the testimony of a lady named Isabel Goldie, who was one of the women who prepared Bessie's body for the funeral. Mm-hmm. She claimed to have seen Bessie with a man who wasn't the defendant on the day of her murder. What? Yeah. What? Scandalous. Okay. Just that little fact was able to plant the seed of doubt and he was acquitted of all charges. What? There's not even more to the story? There's um, not even like, uh... I saw her with a different man, and here are some deets about that different man. No, no. Like, I saw her with a different man, and he had a gun or something. Nope. Just, she was like, but this one time I saw him with a different guy. What? And they were like, it could have been that guy. What? Listen, 10 attorneys can do wonders for a person. Seriously. No joke. Because <laughs> everyone was pissed about it, right? Yeah. So one newspaper wrote, one of the vilest and meanest murders ever perpetrated goes unpunished through the inefficiency of the legal system wow zing yeah got him so he got away with it damn he moved back to cincinnati where he would pose as a wealthy businessman and would buy huge amounts of jewelry on credit and then skip town because he was a real piece of work wow through multiple towns i don't know if he ever got caught or served any time for this but that's what he did with his second chance at life He just went, like, straight to a life of crime. Yeah, he's just running around robbing people. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Why don't you lay low for a little bit? (laughs) Right? Maybe chill the fuck out. Yeah. Although, there's one rumor that in the 1890s, a well-dressed, handsome man wearing a patch over his right eye came to Jefferson and asked to see the grave of Bessie. Oh. Yeah. And he laid roses at the grave and knelt in prayer and then paid the caretaker for taking care of the grave. Really? Yeah. That's a rumor? Yeah. that's an account? That's a rumor. Oh. And the town of Jefferson was pretty obsessed with Diamond Bessie. And she became like a local legend. Oh my God, I love it. Right? So then starting in 1955 and every year after that, during their pilgrimage festival, Jefferson now holds a play called the Diamond Bessie Murder Trial. Jesus. And they use the court transcripts and reenact the whole trial. What the fuck? That's a little that's a little extra, guys. I said they became obsessed. <laughs> a retired foundry worker also installed a tombstone over her grave one night in the 1930s. Aww. And then someone else paid to have an iron fence placed around the plot in the 1960s. Oh, that's so nice. And now it's a popular tourist attraction. <gasps> we have to go. Right? I'm in. Okay. 
Oh, this Betsy. town though literally like reminds me of like Parks and Rec or something. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> first of oh, all, they have a pilgrimage festival. <laughs> And every year they reenact the trial itself. Yeah, like oh, they bring out the transcripts and stuff, I guess. That's crazy. That sounds so heartbreaking of a thing to reenact, though. I know, right? Like, because no justice was served. Yeah. Oh, God. Imagine being him, though. Like, I'm just going to head back. Like, the whole fucking town hates you. Uh, The whole town. I hate that it's, like, really fucking obvious that he did it and he got off twice. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's stupid. It's dumb. I hate those ones. Also, but I love Bessie now. I don't know why. All of a sudden, I'm like part of fucking Jefferson over here. Like, right? Everybody likes Bessie. The other part of it was that they're like, well, we don't actually know if he had any business in Jefferson or he planned to kill her the whole time because oh. they registered under a different name <gasps> when they went down there. Like he was planning that shit. Yeah. What like, was she doing so wrong? Getting diamonds from other men. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe she, he just wanted her diamonds. But she was bringing you a solid 50 a day. Also, she, remember, had alleged that she was pregnant with his kid oh, and it was yeah. going to be that big scandal. Yeah. And so he could have been like, oh, let's just go meet at the top of some stairs really quick. <gasps> that asshole. Yeah. That asshole. He could have been trying to just get rid of it. Get Aww, rid of the scandal. poor Bessie. Yeah. She was not pregnant, though. Oh. According to the autopsy. <laughs> ha. Got him. I hope he was fucking scared shitless of that for the rest of his life. Or haunted by that for the rest of his life, you know? Right. Like, yeah. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that thing and I murdered a child too. He probably didn't care. He's, He's a dick. I hate he him. He doesn't really sound like Fuck the kind Abe. of guy that would care. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Abe. <laughs> Fuck you, Abe. But no. yeah, that's the story of Diamond Bessie. Well, it was a good one. I'm so glad Kelly suggested that. It was a good one. It's not like my usual ones, but I was like, I kind of love that the town got so obsessed with it i know <laughs> well and we've a uh, handful of people have asked for some like old-timey ones now so oh well there you go so here we are i'm sure there's a ton more that you can find on it but everything that i found was kind of jumbled and essentially like the same thing written over and over again well i loved it it was great great job aaron thanks stace you're welcome okay so patreon shout outs coming at you quickly whoop we got jackie and alma and Tabitha. Hey, Tabitha. And Emmy. <laughs> and Brandy. Thanks, everybody. We love you guys so much. You're fucking awesome. Yeah, you are. And stick around because we're just going to make Patreon even better. Yeah, we promise to have new, exciting stuff coming at you. It'll take us like forever to get there. But we're thinking about you. Listen, we're trying. Yes. We it's got a lot. shit going. Babies are coming out of our vaginas and shit. And not anymore. Not anymore. Tell you what. Done with that shit. <laughs> All right. So everybody, if you are not a patron and you want to support us, a great way you could do that is through Patreon. This is true. You can visit our website, isgdpodcast.com. And there's a link there that'll send you to our Patreon page because evidently it's fucking impossible to search or whatever because Patreon is Patreon. Yep, Patreon hates us. Yes. And while you're at our website, you can check out pictures pertaining to our cases. Yep. And you can contact us through there. If you don't want to fucking email us, you can use that. Or there's links to our merch on there. Yes, links to our merch, links to our fucking social media. Yep. The world. The whole world is there. At your fingertips. Yes. You can reach us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Podcast. Yep, or you could email us if you just want to chat or have any case suggestions or if you want a holiday card. Yes, oh my gosh. Our fucking email has blown up. I owe so many responses back. I owe 
holiday cards. Yes, you do. You have <laughs> so, a lot of holiday cards to send. Hell yeah, I got to get on that. That is at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, it is. You better send them out soon. It's about to be the holiday already. I know. Because this is coming out like right before the holiday. Yeah. So if you're just now emailing us for them, yours might be late. Yeah. But mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, everyone else, I'm going to try real hard to get it to you on time. Yeah. Because I'm on maternity leave. So I've got so much time. Yeah. And I'll eventually reply to emails. Yeah. Don't I've worry. lost all of my time because I'm back at work. But yeah. I fucking read them and I get really excited and we like screenshot them and talk about them. And then I just have to fucking reply. This is true. We love you and keep emailing us. Yes. They make my life complete. We are getting them. Yes. Just slow. Talk about an ego boost too. Anytime you guys say anything nice about us, (laughs) we're like, yes, thank God they still like us. (laughs) It's a validation that I need. Yes. Very bad. Desperately. Also subscribe, rate, and review. Yep. Because that's another way that... You guys, seriously, I'm not even kidding. All of a sudden we have a spike in some of our like newer episodes or our like beginning episodes, which means that like a slew of people have found the podcast and are listening, right? Yeah. And it literally corresponds with if we hit any of the iTunes charts and the way we hit those is by you guys subscribing and rating and reviewing. I don't know their fucking algorithm, but then it gets us on a list of like top 100 or whatever and then people fucking find us. So keep it up. So more people can find us and more people can join the Facebook group. Yeah. Which is the goddamn pod group. Yes. And more people can fucking share memes <laughs> and goddamns. I love the goddamns on there. Me too. It makes me so happy. Yes. We love you guys so much. Thanks for sticking with us and for sharing your fucking life with us. Yep. We appreciate you motherfuckers. Hell yeah, we do. All right. That's it. I think so. Toodles. Bye.